Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. I am very happy to be in part two here of our inner healing series. Um, just too much to talk about in one episode. I try to keep these shows around 20 minutes long just because I know, hey, we're driving. You're driving from point A to point B or you're working out or you're at the house cooking dinner or whatever you're doing. And I try to keep these in good bite sizes. Um, our interviews go a little bit longer. Uh, try to keep that in the 30, 40 minute range. But I really just want to deliver content that will challenge you, inspire you, um, motivate you, encourage you in your walk with the Lord. So you could really see breakthrough. You could really see freedom. You could see life and you could really just be equipped to walk out your calling in this life and, the, and, to, and to face the challenges that we all face in, you know, in this world as believers. And so um, getting into part two here, uh, just to give you a short recap, I spoke about inner healing, the ministry of inner healing and how vital it is uh, for today. I also spoke about negative methods of inner healing that I've run into by certain ministers and ministries that um, are less finished work focused, less focused on the power of the word of God and the accomplishment of Christ in his life, death and resurrection, and are more focused on things we need to do, prayers that we need to chant or applying the blood to each and every sin or repenting for our forefathers' sins. And I laid a foundation of scriptures that debunk those lies. Ezekiel 18, 1 through 4 and verse 20, Galatians 3, 13, 14, Numbers uh, chapter 22. You could read these scriptures or you can go back to part one and you could listen because I laid a strong foundation there. And then I talked about the power and the, and the positive aspects of inner healing that are very, very biblical. And, you know, the importance of uh, growing and developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit, abiding in the Word of God so we know the truth, and just allowing the Lord into hard places in our life, places of woundings, places of hurtings um, in our life, and just allowing you know, Him to deal with the areas of lies that we believe and speak truth into us, and that we do play a role in renewing our minds and the healing of our hearts, but we don't do it alone. It is a sacred partnership with the Holy Spirit. And so, I'm going to get a little more practical here. This episode even might be a little bit shorter just because I want to have a little bit of time of prayer ministry at the end of this, but um, I just want to give a few points here that I think will be vital. All right, number one, point number one, our issues and our pain won't magically go away, okay? They must be dealt with. We have to be proactive and we can't just sweep things under the rug, hoping that one day they'll magically poof and be gone. All right. And you know, one thing that was crazy to me, you know, when I first got saved, I listened to Joyce Meyer, you know, in the beginning a whole lot. And she would talk about how she was raped by her own father. All right. That is a heinous sin, a disgusting perversion, but the Lord dealt with her on that. And she had to forgive her father, not for her father's sake, because Ultimately, he did something horrible, but for her sake, so she wasn't bound up in pain and anger so that she could be free. And the Lord even led her in her life to bless her father and buy him things and take care of him in his old age. Wild what the Lord can do when you are healed and when you are whole. You know, where it talks about in the scriptures in the Sermon of the Mount, Jesus said, bless your enemies. You know, and those try to, you know, uh, if you only bless and pray for those who are nice to you, then really, what are you doing? Like even the pagans, even sinful people do that. But the mark of a believer is we can do things supernatural beyond the ability of what's natural. We can forgive our enemies. We could bless those who persecute us. And so these issues don't just go away. So many people sweep things under the rug saying, I'm not going to deal with that. And just, they stuff it down, just stuff that thing down, pretend it doesn't matter. It does matter. 
it will come up in situations that apply. Um, somebody does something similar to you, boom, it rises up. You have anger, you have pain, you have depression, fear, all different kinds of responses. So these things need to be dealt with. Um, you can't do it alone. I, do I believe in Christian therapy and counseling? Absolutely. Do I believe in sitting down with somebody and and making sure, you know, and just kind of talking to somebody who who really knows, like a therapist or a Christian counselor? Absolutely. I believe even talking with friends and, you know, family and people that are spiritual, people that aren't carnal, people that aren't weak in faith, but people who are spiritual that have the ability to to shoulder your burden with you and to pray for you and to believe God with you. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm focusing on this episode more clearly, though, on your relationship with the Holy Spirit and allowing him to deal with stuff with you. But I do believe in Christian counseling. I do believe in sitting down with a therapist and talking through things. I do believe in, you know, relying on family members, friends, pastors, people who are strong in faith, spiritual, that could shoulder your burdens with you. All that is good stuff. Okay. I just wanted to say that as a little bit of a, you know, so you understand that as well. So you don't think I'm just, you know, agreeing with one side of doing this. There's a lot of different ways of doing this. Um, but point number two that I want to get into is that vulnerability with God is key. Okay. Come to Jesus as you are open up to him. All right. Talk to him about all the dark and scary things that you're afraid to talk to him about. He knows your thoughts and your feelings anyway. You know, it says in Psalms 139 that he knows our thoughts afar off. And so he knows our thoughts. He knows our feelings. He, he knows our pain. He knows what's happened to us. He knows you know, how we felt when things happened to us. He knows everything. There's nothing that we can hide from God. And, you know, it's painful to deal with issues. You know, we try to tuck these things away, push them down and forget about them because it's painful to deal with. Um, But at the same time, that's the only way to get free from them. It's painful momentarily, but it will reap positive fruit. And so Jesus is not going to condemn you. Holy Spirit is not going to punish you for the sins that you've committed. All right, the Bible says, blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven, who will never come into account for his sins. That is a new covenant reality. It's under the blood. You are blessed. You are a child of God. You are loved. You are favored, independent of your um, successes and your wrongdoings, okay? You can come to Jesus openly with a heart of repentance and pull these things before him, and he will not condemn you. He will not judge you. He will not He will not punish you, okay? He will heal you. He is love. God is love. He will heal you. He will deal with your stuff so you can be free, okay? Point number three, it's okay and it's good to cry it out, all right? And to men listening to this right now, you might think, what a wuss, cry it out. Okay, well, God gave you tear ducts too, not just women. And I'm not saying walk around and cry all day and be sad for yourself. Also not saying that. And when someone hurts you, I'm not saying the first immediate thing you do is go in your room and cry it out, okay? But I'm just saying there's things in our life that have wounded us deeply and we stuff it down and we act strong and we act tough, especially as men. Women do too, but we act strong and we act tough and sometimes it comes out in tears and that's a good thing. The word of God says in Matthew 5, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. There is a, there is um, right there, He says, if you mourn, comfort is going to come. And so if you pour out your heart before God and you mourn over an issue, over a person, over a situation, the comfort of the Holy Spirit will come and that will be the result. Pain is often bottled up and needs to come out and it comes out through tears. Okay. It's just, it's just how it is. Tears are the outward evidence of an inward work. Holy Spirit's doing an inward work 
And the evidence of that oftentimes is tears. Not always, not always, but oftentimes it is. And there was a time, I'm not going to get into the entire story, but I was in Mozambique and there was a few things that took place in my life. And I felt like I was seeking God for an answer and I wasn't getting it. And I was making the best decisions that I could. And I just, things were blurry. I wasn't hearing from God as clearly as I was used to. And it almost felt like he abandoned me a little bit. I was like, God, I'm really seeking your advice here, your guidance here. And I wasn't getting the clearest of answers. And I made some choices that wound up hurting myself and hurting another person, not in devastating ways, but you know, it was just like, Hey, well, why did we have to experience that? If you would have spoke to me, we could have avoided this whole thing. And I remember I didn't realize, and like months later, I think five or six months later, I was wondering why my time with God wasn't as fulfilling. I still had great moments with the Lord, but it wasn't as fulfilling. I wasn't as excited to jump into the secret place. And I realized that there's some kind of divide here. And then one day in worship in Mozambique, Africa, and we were all, everyone was going in and praying and worshiping and the Holy Spirit said, you're mad at me. And I was like, what? You're mad at me. I was like, okay, like for what? Like, and I kind of had to dig in a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? X, Y, Z. What about this? Well, what about that? And I literally had to get out and it wasn't tears necessarily. There may have been a few, but it was more like, I'm mad at you. Like that was messed up. Like, and it had to come out. And I just, I pretty much screamed like, Hey, I'm mad at you. This, that, blah, 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 blah. And some of you might think like, you can't talk to God like that. (laughs) You can't talk to God like that. But guess what? God's a big man. He can handle it. He can handle your junk. He knows the junk's in there anyway. So it's okay. It's not like you're being disrespectful. You're letting out what you feel. And then I had a moment after I let out that anger and um, I had a moment where I just got quiet with him. And yes, I, I do remember now that I'm saying it, there were some tears and I just embraced the presence of God and I just let it go and I laid it at his feet. And that's okay. All right. That's 100% Okay, God wants to see you whole more than anything else. He purchased your wholeness. We are supposed to be complete in him, like the scriptures say. And so God wants to see you whole more than you want to see yourself whole. That's very important to know. And here's a few things to know. All wounds are meant to heal. All right, just like in the natural, when you cut your leg, that your body is going to heal itself. All right, all wounds, even physically, are meant to to heal. We cut ourselves physically and our wounds heal naturally over time. They heal fast when treated properly. If not treated properly, infection can take place, which makes the process more painful and the healing take longer. That's why it's important to deal with issues fast as they come up. You know, this happens all the time. I talk with friends and family and you know something happens and they hold it in and then it blows up three or four months later and it's like you could have dealt with that in the moment and there wouldn't have been as much drama and pain and heartache and, you know, you know uh, a situation where it's like it escalated for no reason and now, thank God, there's healing, but it could have been done a month ago instead of three months ago. And so it's okay. Things happen. Wounds will take place. Offenses will come up. Jesus even said that. But if they're treated properly from the beginning, open communication with that individual, praying for that person, you know, whatever it might be, talking to the Holy Spirit about it, allowing the Lord into that situation right away. In fact, you know, um, if it's treated properly, healing can take place faster. But if we don't, if we push it down, you know, it's not treated properly. Infection can take place and it's a longer and more painful healing process. So that's just an important principle right there. Okay. From the natural realm. To, to, to the spiritual, that, that, you know, it's a very similar thing. And then number two, this is something that's very important. When we hurt, 
Jesus hurts. In John 11, it says that he is our sympathetic high priest. No, I'm sorry. That's that's in the book. I'm sorry. That's Hebrews saying that he's our sympathetic high priest and he knows our, he feels our weaknesses. But in John 11, there's a small scripture that says Jesus wept when Lazarus died and Mary and uh, Martha were hurting. It says Jesus wept. He saw their pain and their heartache and he wept with them and for them. Okay. So he is touched by our weaknesses and our pains. He's not just like, well, get over it. All right. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's sensitive and he feels our pain. Okay. And I'm going to go through this real quick. There is three people that we need to forgive. Okay. In our lives. Um, we need to forgive others as Christ forgave us. Okay. We need to forgive ourselves. Oftentimes we're mad at ourselves for our own failures, our sins, our shortcomings, and we get stricken with shame, guilt, and self-condemnation. I've spoke about that a lot on the, on the Awakened podcast. Also, God. Like I told you, I was mad at God. Did God do anything wrong? No. But I was still upset with him. I had God whisper to me one time. He said, do you forgive me? And I was like, what? You didn't do anything wrong. You're God, right? But I, and then I realized, like, with that question, I realized I was upset with him, even though he didn't technically do anything wrong. And I said, yeah, I do, you know, but I had to work through that. People are offended at God. People do get upset because X, Y, Z didn't work out how they thought it would work out. Okay. And so we need um, to forgive three people. Just revisit it. We need to forgive others. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to forgive God sometimes because <laughs> we have offense. Not that he did anything wrong, but it's because sometimes we have offense in our hearts. Okay. And we need to allow the Lord to heal us. And this is a little prayer model. I'm going to close this out, but this is a prayer model that I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about here. Number one, if you're getting alone with the Lord, I would highly recommend getting into a quiet place. If you want complete quiet, that's great. Or you put some worship music on in the background, whatever sets a mood for you where you're connected with God, whether you're in a room by yourself, closing the doors. The Bible says when you pray, go into a room, close the door and speak to your father. Okay. And so get into a room and just invite Jesus. It's not that he's not there, but you phys- you verbally just invite him into that, in that wound or whether it's on forgiveness or whatever it may be, that hurt, that pain, that situation, just invite him in like, Lord, come in. You know, I, I invite you into this situation in my life. If there's someone who hurt you at that point, you just forgive that individual and say their name. You know, I forgive this individual for doing this or that. You might not feel it. You probably won't actually, but you're doing it by faith. You're doing it in obedience because you know it's the right thing to do. And the feelings will come later. Sometimes you got to say it 20 times before it actually works. But you say, Lord, I just, I forgive this individual for X, Y, Z. Or if there's a message like, I'm stupid. I'm never going to mount to anything. You know, you know, God is mad at me for X, Y, Z. Whatever the lie or the message is, we need to break that agreement. Like I said in the last episode, we need to say, this is the lie that I've believed. And I renounce that. And I'm sorry, Lord, for believing that this is the truth. And you begin speaking the truth over yourself. And then in that moment, you just ask the Lord, Come in and just heal my heart now, Lord. Just do what you have to do and just spend time with the Lord. Just spend time in his presence. Maybe get in his word. Just be with him. Don't rush through it. You know, this is just a little four-step model. Invite Jesus into the wound in the situation. Forgive any person that needs to be forgiven. Renounce the lie. Break agreement with the lie and speak the truth over yourself. And then invite his healing love to come and to pour out on your heart. Okay? And sometimes, hey, if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. If it's really bad, if it's something that is crucial, okay, if it's something that is life-threatening, if, if you're having lies and things that of, of suicide or different things like that, 
If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody, okay? You can't do this alone. God gave us believers in the body of Christ. God gave us people, therapists, counselors. God gave us all this for a reason so we could utilize, you know, and take advantage of these things. So please hear that. If you can't do this alone, if you if you can't, listen, if it's, if it's dire, if it's a big situation, bring it to somebody who can help you, okay? And right now I just pray blessing over your heart and I just thank you, Lord that you would just soften the heart of the listener. I thank you that they would receive the truth of this message on the good soil of their heart. And I just pray that the devil would just not snatch away any good seed, Lord. And I just thank you that you are touching them where they need it, Lord, in their heart, that you would break the power of lies, that you would release truth into them, and that you would heal them through and through. And I just thank you, Lord, that they would spend time with you and they would receive freedom and they would receive the healing that they need to walk in the wholeness that Jesus purchased for them. And I just thank you for that in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless you guys. I know we're all going through hard things um, in life and you're not in this alone. Get, get in a good church, get around godly people, whether it be family members, friends, church, church people, whatever it may be, and take advantage of these people in your life. You know, God put them in your life for a reason. You're a blessing to them and they're a blessing to you, okay? And so don't isolate yourself. Don't turn away from people, okay? You know, reach out to people if you need it. And obviously reach out to Jesus. And that's what this whole message is about. But bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in to Awaken Podcast. Share these messages with those who need it. If you know someone who's wounding or some wounded or hurting right now that needs to hear part one and part two of the series, then send this over to them, okay? Um, make sure to subscribe, rate, review the podcast so we can get out to more people. They can be strengthened, comforted, blessed by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless you guys and see you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know Him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering Him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter His presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, ex- have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org. LifePortOutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on Amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.